This is episode 639 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Monday, June 10th, 2019. I am your host, Mark Nez, and today I'll be talking about E3, and only E3, because what I've been playing is Apex Legends, and only Apex Legends, because, you know, they had their double XP weekend and all that jazz, but E3 started yesterday with xbox though i guess technically it started thursday with stadia and then ea had their ea play on saturday which was spread out across four hours or something and that was not fun i didn't like that though at the same time it meant i didn't have to watch anything about madden or fifa or anything outside of the star wars fallen order business and apex though i did miss the apex legend stuff live because i forgot about it given the whole spread out thing but that happened the the star wars game looks fine i think the trailer at the xbox conference was more interesting to me because it showed more of the game in the world and all that i find that a lot of gameplay demos at this point don't do much for me and in general i don't get all that excited about a game i'll see it and think, yeah, I'll play that, or conceptually, I'll be interested in the game, or based on the studio, the property, whatever, I'll be interested in the game, and that'll be enough, I'll wait until I can get it in my hands, I don't get excited the way I did 10-ish years ago, where I would hear about the announcement of Grand Theft Auto 3, see it in 3D, get the official PlayStation magazine where it was a cover story and reread those dozen or so pages over and over and over again. Or when SOCOM was announced, they had a little behind the scenes video a featurette of about 20 or so minutes in one of the OPM demo discs. And I watched that thing over and over and over again because it got me so excited about the game. But at this point, given my age and everything, and where I am in my life, I just, I, I don't have time to spend thinking about a game that isn't even out when there are things that are out that I can play that I still haven't played. So, yeah, if you're if you're looking for excitement, you're not going to find it here. But uh, the EA Play thing, the Star Wars stuff, cool. Apex Legends bit nice, but they don't really know how to sell the game or at least EA just doesn't know how to do a press conference I did not like the professional esports commentator dude uh he he bugged me but with Apex Legends we have a new legend coming in this season which starts like July 2nd or sometime early July her name is Watson she is the daughter of the person who created the arena I think that's her backstory and she could put up these uh, barriers that will, I think they'll damage other players, but they'll also make everyone on your team aware of an, an, an enemy if they pass through it. She seemed fine. Not my playstyle at all, so I won't use her outside of using her for bonus XP if they still do that in the next season pass. They said the next season pass will be challenge-based and all that instead of time-based in terms of leveling up and that 
leveling up your battle pass will be much quicker, which is fine by me. I ended up maxing out mine with like 45 days left, so I was fine with how long it took. But I'm also a, a very uh, avid player who plays every day, which isn't the case for a lot of people. Um, what else did they announce? A new gun which looks nice. It's not a, a basic gun. It's one of the super guns like the Kraber or the Mastiff. Uh, it looks to be uh, uh, like a heavy machine gun as opposed to the other two, which are shotgun, sniper rifle. So it's nice to have one of those thrown in the mix. And there are going to be some map events. And I guess a giant creature is going to be joining the fray for some of these events, which could be fun. Uh, I, I'm super excited about apex in general because i just play it and i love it and any news is good news i mean not any news is good news but uh i still want them to fix the legend tokens and allow you to use them for more than just purchasing legends and the uh occasional alternate skin because i write i now have sixty-nine thousand or so legend tokens just lying around with nothing to spend them on. I, of course, will spend the 8000 or whatever it costs for Watson, but that'll still leave me with a shitload left over. Um, but that was EA Play, basically. Um, moving on to Xbox. I'm not going to go over everything they showed or announced or, or whatnot because they showed a lot. Uh, I'll just go over what interested me. And my my number one takeaway from Microsoft's conference, or the thing I left being most excited about was, and none of you will ever guess this, except those I've already told, is the announcement of the return of a beloved franchise. One that I didn't know I wanted as badly as I do, in part because I never expected to see it return, especially after the, not debacle, but the minor car accident that was the last game in the series. And this series I'm referring to is, of course, Flight Simulator. When I saw that trailer, and it started up with the whole powered by Azure and the cloud or whatever, I thought, what the hell is this game? That's a, that's a weird way to open the game. What, what could it be that is powered by this? And then they were showing some shots of just scenery, of, of landscapes, uh, not cityscapes or anything. And I thought, what, what is this? What, what are we watching? Why are we just watching some mountains? And what, what is going on? And then the second I saw whether it was the wing of an airplane or something, I knew it was Flight Simulator, and I started to lose my shit internally because I couldn't believe they were bringing back Flight Simulator, a series that has been gone properly since 2006, I believe, with Flight Simulator X. They did do, and this is the car accident I was referring to, Microsoft Flight in 2012, around there, which I played for a few dozen hours and enjoyed, but... In the end, it was just, I think, Hawaii. Uh, and there's only so much 
to see in Hawaii. And it's not the most exciting environment. You know, it's very green, not a lot of buildings. And after a while, it just got to be a bit boring. I think, I don't know if you can still play Microsoft Flight. I think it was released on Steam. So I think that you can still play it. But, you know, it was, it was all right. What was nice about it is that it had full controller support and it was a more, it had a, a very casual way of playing it. Uh, and you could play co-op and just fly around together, if I'm remembering correctly. But we haven't had a proper flight simulator since X. They did release X on Steam a few years ago, but they didn't upgrade it or anything. It's it's still Flight Simulator X. And with this new Flight Simulator, which may come to Xbox, who knows, I don't know. They, they still mention it in the tweet as Microsoft Flight Simulator for PC. So whether it comes to Xbox is still anyone's guess. But if it looks as good as it did in the video, which I assume it'll be able to because it's powered by the cloud and all that shit, it's going to be an amazing experience because that's the beauty of Flight Simulator. The ability to see a lot of the world in a way you wouldn't be able to otherwise. And I I just can't wait for it. There, there were some shots in that trailer where they were flying pretty low to the ground and you could see like an, a baseball field and all this stuff and the detail was incredible and I just got super excited about it. And I hope, I hope they do release it on console or at the very least have controller support and have a casual flying mode so that while the simulation aspect of it is nice and being able to really get in the weeds there, it's also nice to just be able to fly casually over cities. And if you can do it with a friend, if, if uh, a big thing too is that my dad will never be able to play with a mouse and keyboard, but you give him a controller, being able to fly around big cities would be amazing. And it would give me what I wanted from the Crew 2. And the Crew 2 is very similar to Flight in that it's it's a fine casual thing, but it's not as great as I would like it to be. But that was my biggest surprise of the show, even though I, th I would say there are bigger surprises, but for me, I didn't know how much I wanted it, and I never thought I'd get it, and it was just a very nice pleasant thing to happen the biggest surprise of this show was the acquisition of double fine by microsoft they added another studio to their constantly growing collection of studios and it was double fine which surprised the shit out of me and i assume surprised the shit out of quite a few people because double fine has been independent all these years, almost 20 years, I watched the little video clip of them, I think it's 19 years, and they came across as a company who really cherished their independence and never wanted to be a part of any other company, to just to always stay independent. But that changed, and now they're a part of Microsoft. And I think this says two things. 
at least it says two things to me. One, they double fine needed to find a home to survive. That that was a crucial part, and Microsoft was out there with their money, going hey hey hey. But more so than that, I think it solidifies my trust in Xbox in its current state under Phil Spencer and, and all that because I don't think Double Fine would join any company if the the terms weren't very much in their favor. And, and what I mean by that is that this reaffirms my belief that Microsoft in their collecting of these studios is very much so putting their these studios in a place where they still have full creative control and creative freedom and Microsoft just wants to be there to back them and support them and allow them to bring their ideas to fruition. And so I'm happy about this news. I would like to see another crazy accusation acquisition in the future. I still think it would be good for them to acquire or get more deals with some Japanese developers. Though there were a few announcements at E3 they showed, and some of these announcements are are probably a part of Xbox's conference because of the lack of a PlayStation conference. But they showed the new Tales game, which looks nice. I'm not so I. It's not that I don't like Tales game. I, I just have never played one, really. So I can't say anything about them. But they announced that, I guess, exclusively? Or timed exclusively? I don't know how. what the hell's going on. But, uh, not Planesty. Fantasy Star Online 2 is coming to the West. I don't. I think next year. I don't remember what the date was. But it's coming exclusively to Xbox at launch, I believe. Or at least console-wise, it'll also be coming out on PC, and it'll be cross-play. And I never played Fantasy Star Online. I haven't played two either because it hasn't been localized to the the states. But I know a lot of people love the series and have been clamoring for the second to make its way to the West for a very, 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 very long time. And that announcement was a big surprise for a lot of people. And that was their little slice of hey we're bringing some games over here to, uh, to the west for the first time there was this crossfire x game which i guess is some big multiplayer counter-strike s game in china and korea which that's fine whatever but the fantasy star online thing was a big deal they showed a new trailer for cyberpunk 2077 and then it ended with Keanu Reeves being in the game. And then he was in the conference. And he came out. And it was ridiculous. Uh, that was fine, I guess. I don't know. But they announced a release date, which was April 20-something, I think. 2020. Which, uh... Cool. Cool. <laughs> um, they showed some Gears, which... What they showed of Gears, at least, did not do anything for me. They showed a little bit of Gears Pop, which I tuned out of. I didn't, I didn't care about that. No Gears Tactics, which was disappointing. Uh, 
I hope that's still very much in development because that was the Gears game I was most excited about, but we saw none of that. Maybe they'll show that at, I don't know, a more... No, because they, sh they showed some PC games, so I don't know what's happening there. But uh, that absence was a bit disappointing. They show the cinematic trailer for the new From Software game uh, that is being worked on with George R.R. R. Martin, which is fine. It's just a cinematic trailer. They showed the, the new console. Or not, they didn't show it. They, they mentioned it and some of the power. And I'm just, I'm curious at this point if any of those details will change because when they hear whatever the confirmed specs of the PlayStation 5 are, maybe it'll change things a little bit because I've heard rumors that the PlayStation 5 technically more powerful than the Xbox, whatever it's going to be called. And if the, if the power is significant, the difference, I imagine they'll want to change something to be more on par. Uh, but maybe they're too far gone to change anything significantly, like the chips or, or whatever. That may be a big difference between the two. So, I don't know. But uh, they announced it'll come out holiday 2020. And Halo Infinite will be a launch title for it. Which is cool i guess I'm trying to think that i feel like there's another big thing i am forgetting that happened we got some i mean there was forza horizon 4 dlc which was the lego stuff which would have been a really cool surprise if that wasn't leaked uh, so that looked rad and it comes out this week or yeah this week because it's a brand new week which will be fun it was i actually enjoyed that everything is awesome song in the trailer i don't typically like that song but i enjoyed it in the trailer and huh, was there anything else that is skipping my mind they show some idea at xbox games all of them launching on game pass game pass uh upgrade to ultimate for a buck deal apparently if you have Xbox Live Gold for multiple years and you upgrade to a Ultimate for a buck, it'll just convert all your remaining Gold membership to Game Pass. So I'll probably be a Game Pass subscriber now since it'll give me about two and a half years of Game Pass for a dollar or of Xbox Ultimate for a dollar. Might as well, right? But uh, what else was announced? A new Elite Controller, which costs $180 now has Bluetooth in it, an internal battery that'll last about 40 hours, and more options, more controller types, more like uh, analog stick variations, three variations on the, the trigger stoppage or whatever. Uh, it looks nice and fine, though I already have two Elite controllers. I'm not in the market to buy a third for even more money. If there is some kind of promotion at Microsoft stores where you can trade in an Elite for a new Elite at a significant discount, whether it's getting it for $30, just the difference, or somewhere between $50 and $80, so you can save anywhere between $100 and $130, I would be kind of interested, I guess, but 
I'm not I'm not a fan of the internal battery though. The fact that it does last so long alleviates that concern a bit. But I don't know. I I, I just I don't I don't like internal batteries. I like being able to change my batteries. I I hate the fact. The thing that bothers me about internal batteries is just thinking that. And sure, you'll get a very long uh, life out of the controller, but thinking and knowing that at some point the controller will die because the internal battery will die. I just don't like that. Especially when the controller costs $180. Spending that much on a controller that will eventually not last or, or no longer work is not something I want to do. Which is funny in that you know we, we spend so much money on phones and then replace them in a few years and I don't want to do that with controller um was there anything else that stood out hmm I'm sure I'm missing something significant but for the life of me I can't think of what that could be uh so yeah moving on to Bethesda the Bethesda conference, I did not, well, I did finish. I ended up watching the rest of it after I woke up. But I thought the Bethesda conference was, for the most part, absolute trash. It felt very autofillacious. It just felt like they were blowing themselves so much of the time with the most ingenuine. Just, whoever, I mean, I'm guessing the crowd was made up of mostly employees or people who were I don't I don't want to say they were paid to be there and, and sound very cynical, but I am cynical, and in this sense, it just they felt like such a fake ass audience because they were excited about everything, including Fallout seventy six and Blades and some card game with the Elder Scrolls in the Elder Scrolls like they were just way too excited about so much stuff, and they cut to the same crazy blonde woman multiple times who was constantly standing up, raising her arms, looked like she was in tears half the time. So what the hell's going on? I felt like I was watching some crazy cult. But they showed a cinematic trailer for a new game from Arcane Studios, Arcane Lion, which is, I guess, the European... I don't know. Um, which looked cool, conceptually. I mean, it's just a trailer. And then they showed a trailer for the new game from the studio who did The Evil Within and Evil Within 2, which looks cool. And that was the best moment of their entire conference when the creative director came on stage and she was just absolutely delightful and adorable and lovely. But everything other than that, I like Wolfenstein, sure, fine, whatever. People like it. Doom, cool, sure, yeah, okay. I know what it is. Whatever. Um... And they tease things like, oh, we're doing this, this, and this, but you'll see way more of that at QuakeCon. Okay, fine. Great. Rage 2, DLC, whatever. Put the game on sale for 30 bucks, and I'll be more interested in it. Though, it, I played Rage 2. I never ended up talking about it. I played a few hours of it. I rented it at Redbox. It is very reminiscent in the vibe, uh, in terms of its vibe, to Agents of Mayhem. I think it thinks it's funnier than it is, and a lot of it feels empty, but mechanically, it's solid. Uh, it's definitely more solid than Ages of Mayhem, because it feels good as a shooter, but 
the world is pretty boring in the few hours I spent in it. But um, I'd still pick it up for 30 bucks probably. Because I can enjoy that kind of crap. Um, and yeah, that was Bethesda. They showed some Blade stuff. It's coming to Switch. Still free to play. Ooh, yeah. Let's get excited. They joked a bit in the beginning about Fallout 76 messy launch. And then went on to talk about how it's a great community now. And, you know, we created this game and no one's mean to each other. They're all nice to each other. I don't know how true that is. But whatever. I don't give a shit about Fallout 76. I give, I, I guess I give a little, a few more shits now that they're adding human NPCs and I think a few other things. And I know a few people are now actually kind of excited about it because they're making it more like other Fallout games because those are good. And Fallout 76 is Fallout 70 shits because that's how many shits you can take on the game i don't know where i'm going with that but uh yeah that was the the first day and the pre-day of e3 xbox's conference was very good um enjoyed it i i do i don't know if i wanted there to be more on stage presences and actual gameplay demos because they showed a lot of trailers but they didn't show as many demos, which I, in a way, because I said in the beginning, I'm kind of fine with, because when I looked at, the, when I saw the trailer for the Star Wars game, I was way more excited about it than when I saw the, the gameplay demo. Uh, so I guess that's a mixed thing. But it, it is nice seeing people come up on stage, at least, and, and talk about a game and, and getting to see some of the people behind it. Uh, get a little bit of attention since they deserve to deserve it given all the work they put into making these games um so yeah that's that's pretty much it i still feel like there's something big i'm missing from the microsoft conference there's the battle tools they showed it it didn't look all that great but it still exists so there's that um what other crap did they show? They showed a Blair Witch game, which blew my mind when the Blair Witch title came up. Because I I don't know what a Blair Witch game means. Is it just that you're doing, like, you have a camera? Is that what makes it a Blair Witch game? It looked kind of cool, though at the same time it's a horror game, which means I will most likely not play because it's the kind of horror game where you don't have a weapon or anything. You have a dog with you. Maybe you can stick the dog on ghosts. I don't know. Um... That was weird. And they showed a new Dragon Ball game, which I'm actually pretty pumped about because it looks to be an action RPG. It'll be story-based and all that. And I guess follow the... I don't know how much of Dragon Ball Z, but it looks like it's following the Dragon Ball Z saga, which will be very cool. And... Yeah... I think that's it. In terms of what I've been watching, I don't have anything to say to you. I've watched some things, I think. But nothing. I mean, I finished Super. And I'm happy I'm finished with Super. 
even though I can't stand listening to old woman Goku. I dealt with it, and I finished Super, so. Yeah. I love Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball is very good. I mean, there are part, there are Dragon Ball series that suck, specifically GT. Everything else is solid to great. But, um, yeah, Dragon Ball is very good. And I'm thinking about after watching some of the Netflix series that I missed, uh, I, I'm thinking about going to uh, start One Piece because I'm a fucking idiot. But I want to watch, I want to get some One Piece in me. Okay. Um, before I play, what is it? One Piece. What is the name of that? The, the One World Seeker or whatever? I'm really excited about the game. I'm waiting for it to drop to like 30 bucks. But I really want to play that game. And I know there are a lot of little like Easter eggs and references to the series that you would only get if you are somebody who's watched most, not most, a good chunk of it. And so I want to be able to experience that game and get the most out of it. So. And One Piece is something that I've wanted to jump into for a while. It's just very daunting, given that it's at like 900 episodes at this point. And, yeah. I hope the Japanese dub is good. And that there aren't voices that annoy me. Because I'm going to watch the dub to start off. I'm going to watch the first 500 or whatever episodes dubbed. Uh, the English dub. Because it'll be a lot easier and quicker to get through the series if I don't have to read subtitles so uh that will do it for this here episode of the pixelated sausage podcast uh, once again i'm your host marcus nez y'all can find me on twitter and pretty much everywhere at px sausage the site is of course pixelated where you can find this podcast the pixelated paranormal podcast and attack the backlog speaking of attack the backlog a brand new episode went up yesterday i know with all the craziness of v3 you might have missed it uh, but uh, when you get a chance, I highly recommend checking it out. It's about Call of Duty Ghosts, this uh, most recent episode, episode 19. And I had fun with the video. And I think there's some good bits that uh, go very well with the spoken words that came out of my mouth that you hear while watching the video. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, da, 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 where was I? Uh, all the podcasts that I mentioned before talking about Attack of the Backlog can be found on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Did I say them all? Spotify? And Spotify? Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. There we go. And if you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com and... If you see something you like, click the link. It'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you want to see video versions of this podcast or check the backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash sausage. Also, if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, how could you? But you can if you do like this stuff is what i'm saying you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way 
As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye.